everybody. I'm your host, Lisa Shield. Welcome to Dating Without Drama, where I give you my unique take on everything related to men, love, dating, and romantic relationships. My practical yet spiritual approach to getting emotionally naked and attracting what I call a guardian of your soul will be music to your ears. So let's get started. Hello, everybody, and greetings from Tulum, Mexico. I'm Lisa Shield. It is so nice to see you here. I am on vacation with my amazing husband. It was freezing cold in Santa Fe. We moved there last year during the pandemic, and boy, I was not prepared for the snow. (laughs) I used to live in Santa Fe many, many years ago when I left my first husband. And I have to admit, I didn't remember what it was like after living in Los Angeles and having endless sunny days for, oh my goodness, probably 25 years. So, and when I lived in Santa Fe, ago. I was importing from Mexico. I had an importing business and so I would spend most of the winters in Mexico on buying trips or going to trade shows and I would get out of Santa Fe. So I see a lot of winter getaways in our future and don't get me wrong, I love Santa Fe. The change was great. Yeah, and so here we are. It worked out for the best. We actually just spent four of the most amazing days in Bacalar or Bacalar if you want to pronounce it correctly. You know, it's been around, of course, forever, but it is called the Lagoon of Seven Colors. It is a freshwater lagoon, absolutely stunningly beautiful, and it's right on the precipice of being discovered. So uh, if you want to see it, book your ticket now, because if Tulum is any indication of how Bacalar is headed, then you want to see it now before it gets destroyed. I wanted something very private and off the beaten path, and so I booked us an Airbnb on a little tiny beach called Tanka. It turned out to be a paradise, just a tiny oasis. There's nobody here. We're almost the only ones on the beach, even though it's practically spring break. So pencil in Bacalar and go there sooner than later. Okay, that is my travel diary (laughs) for this podcast. Now I just thought, you know, I talk a lot about dating and I just wanted to talk a little bit about relationships. We have a beautiful young woman in our mastermind group and our mastermind group is our upper level group. It's our top tier group and please excuse the noise. You're going to hear a lot of background noise. There's nothing I can do about it. I would love to make this the perfect podcast, but it's not going to be, so please bear with me. But I want to talk about, you know, this beautiful woman. Last night we did one of our group Q&A calls and our upper tier group, as I was saying, that's the group where the women who really want what Benjamin and I have those are the women who sign up for that group. They want to work with us. They feel that we have the relationship that they're looking for, and they want to learn from us how to find what we have. 
there is nobody better in the universe to guide you to a certain place in life than the people who want what you have or have what you want. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> the people who have what you want. And when you enter into a 12-step program, which I, you know, did a stint in 12-step. I was uh, dealing with my food issues and my father was an alcoholic and eating can be an addiction. And so I went into a 12-step program. I was there for four years. It was called CEA How, Compulsive Eaters Anonymous, and the How stands for Honest, Open, and Willing. And I never imagined going into a 12-step group. I had all of these preconceived notions about what they are and how it's kind of, you know, you replace your addiction with an addiction to the program and they try to control you. And I mean, to be honest, I, I think that you could say those things about any group or any organization, but the jewels that I took away from that program were extraordinary extraordinary and you know when you go into a 12-step program and you're choosing a sponsor everybody has a sponsor in the program you know a sponsor is essentially a guide somebody who is going to take you by the hand and help guide you through this program who's been down that road is a little further ahead of you and they are able to show you the way and so a sponsor or a guide the way they advise you to choose your sponsor is they say choose someone who has what you want and so that's how you choose a coach you choose somebody who has what you want who's achieved the thing that you're looking for and who you like her style you like who she is and what she brings to the table and this is somebody that you want to emulate so there's lots and lots of love coaches out there. There's many, many, many people who can show you how to find a relationship. But what you want to look for is somebody who has the relationship that you want. So these women in the mastermind group, they work with my husband and me because they want what we call a guardian of your soul relationship. And what we were talking about was this gorgeous woman gorgeous. I mean, we should all, <laughs> I, I, I would love to look like her. She is charming, delightful, lights up a room with her smile. She's sweet. And I asked her, I, she's never had a long-term committed relationship, you know, and I said, I feel like even though you're in the mastermind, you still sound very ambivalent about dating you don't fully seem committed to this process. It feels like you're way more committed to your work and to this new condo you just bought. But this, you know, dating still, even though you signed up to work with Benjamin and me, it, it sounds like it's last on your list. And ambivalence is when we say we want something, but then our actions support other choices, work, family, friends, whatever but we're not following our words with our action in terms of furthering our dream in this area. And I said to her, what is it? Like, why? How is it, you know, 
I look at you and you're just lovely. She said, well, you know, I just think about what it's going to require of me to be in a relationship and how that's going to detract from all these other goals and how much work it's going to be. And, you know, and I was just flabbergasted because that really was how she saw a relationship. She didn't see it as bringing all these incredible gifts to her life. What she saw was that a relationship and a partnership was going to add more responsibility, that it was going to require her to take away from these other things. And she said, you know, I can control all these other things, but I can't control that. And it made me start thinking that I've been in bad relationships that were painful, sorrowful, that drained me with my first husband. I finally had to get out of the marriage because I saw that we were stuck and that we were not growing, that I wasn't growing. We were moving around. We had gone from Santa Barbara to Los Angeles to Milan, Italy. Like we were living what looked like from the outside an exciting life, but mentally and emotionally and spiritually, I know I can speak for myself. I was not growing and thriving in that relationship. When I got clear on that, and <laughs> let's be real, it took me 13 years to figure that out. But once I got clear, I realized I had to leave. And in order to really put the pieces of my own life together, I had to start to grow up and show up for myself so that I could have what I wanted. I don't know why or how, you know, I, I, I follow my gut a lot. I just follow my gut and I'm okay with being wrong. It's okay if my gut, if I follow my gut and I make a mistake, then I make a mistake, you know, I can always course correct. But I really do listen to my intuition, just like I didn't want to stay on the big beach in Tulum. I loved it there five and a half years ago. I mean, I, it was paradise to me. It's why we came back here. I listened to my intuition and I said, Lisa, you know, find someplace off the beaten path. And I did. And it worked out. It worked out very, very well. So I listened to my gut and you know, all of us are preconditioned. We're preconditioned to think a certain way by our upbringing, by culture, by society, by religion. And all of these ideas are inculcated right into our way of being, into our consciousness. So often there's so much of who we are, how we behave. And I remember when I worked with Don Miguel Ruiz, he said, don't believe anything I say, don't believe anything anyone else says, and don't believe anything you say, because you have to question everything. You have to ask yourself, where did these beliefs come from? Are they mine? Do I really believe them? Do they serve me? And Don Miguel calls these beliefs agreements. Now, in his book, you know, his famous book, The Four Agreements, he talks about the four main agreements 
Don't take anything personally. Don't make any assumptions. Always do your best and be impeccable in your word. Those are the four overarching agreements. But beyond that, there's you know the agreements that we make with our friends, our family, through school, our education, and all. And he calls this whole process domestication. Domestication happens when we're children. We are literally domesticated like a house pet by our parents in order to survive in our families. We have to be, believe and behave the way our parents do. And the more we are willing to go along with them and with their ways of thinking, the easier it's going to be for us because we're going to fit in. Our parents won't get upset with us. We'll be accepted. And so we try to go along because that's all we know. Well. I don't know what happened for me. What I knew was that my marriage didn't work. I spent 13 years of my life in a marriage where we talked ad nauseum, we tried to solve our own problems, and we literally got nowhere. We went around and around and around in circles. We talked about the same things over and over again. and. You know, as Albert Einstein says, you cannot solve a problem with the same mind that created the problem. And if you think about that, it's like, it's insane. And that's what we were trying to do. And then you have all of these couples who try to go to couples therapy. And I, I, God bless all the therapists out there, but so many of them aren't in wonderful, high-functioning relationships themselves. That's like the blind leading the blind. And back to what I was saying earlier about choosing people who have what you want and letting them guide you to where you want to go. I mean, the therapeutic model for relationships is horrifying. And I started to realize that. I started to see that the therapeutic model, the two wounded people, come together so that their issues and their stuff matches up and then they work through all of that stuff together and my mommy daddy issues and your mommy daddy and the intimacy issues and the rejection and whatever and then we trigger each other and then we sit there and process all of that stuff together that's insane i am so sorry it is insane there is a brilliant, brilliant, brilliant book called How to Improve Your Marriage Without Talking About It. And it is by Dr. Steven Stosny and Dr. Pat Love. I wish I had written this book myself. I wish I had read it when I was with my ex-husband. It is brilliant because if your partner triggers you, it is not up to you to go to your partner and then say, well, this is how you triggered me and this is what you can do and this is why I felt the way I felt and whatever. It's about you saying, oh my gosh, that triggered me. He's pointing out a wound in me that I need to heal. I need to look at that wound myself. I need to do my work so that I can heal that wound so that I don't bring that back to my partner. That's called love. 
So I decided at a certain point that if I get triggered, if I get upset, if I have an issue, it's not up to my husband to make it more comfortable for me. I mean, I can explain to him why I got upset. This is what happened and this is what got triggered and this is what I need to work on, but not to try to get him to understand or change. That's ridiculous. And it doesn't work. We all have to take 100% responsibility for our own triggers and wounds. Nobody knows where your triggers are, and nobody can heal your wounds but you. So I started to see this whole different universe, this alternate universe for relationship, this whole different way of being in a partnership with a man. And I saw that if I was truly healthy and whole, and I was doing my own inner work and taking 100% responsibility for myself, then I wouldn't have to put that on a partner. And if I needed to go and see a therapist, I could. I mean, there's always therapists for me to go and see if I need somebody to help me sort something out or if I'm missing something and I need a different set of eyes or ears or a different perspective, I can go to a friend or a therapist or someone else. But not only can't my partner process those things for me, but I don't want to bring that stuff into my relationship. I don't want to. I don't want my partner to be my therapist. I want my partner to be my hero, my lover, my playmate. I want him to be so many other things, but not that. And I also started to see that if I showed up this way, if I stopped being a victim and putting my stuff on someone else and thinking if he will only change to be who I need him to be, to give me what my father didn't give me or my mother didn't give me, if I can let go of all of that and give those things to myself and find a man who can do this with me, what a miracle that would be. And that's the relationship I have with my husband. It's the relationship I show my clients how to find. And the beauty of this is that my clients are walking a conscious path to find the guardian of their soul. And the evolution that these women go through is profound because they welcome, they embrace all of the little upsets along the, the dating path because they know that every time they get triggered, every time their stuff comes up, they get angry, they get ghosted, they feel hurt, they feel victimized. Each time they fall down and then they recover sooner and sooner and sooner until those things don't even stop them until they're not taking anything personally. And the faster they can do that, the faster they meet the guardian of their soul. We see our women go through profound transformations. I mean, it's so thrilling to see them meet what we call their imposter. That last guy, the right, right before they meet the right guy, 
they often meet the wrong guy. And it's a guy that they think, oh my gosh, this is it. I finally found him. I've been doing all this work. This is so amazing. And they meet this guy who they think is the one who turns out to be the wrong one. And what happens is they handle it differently than they've ever handled it before. Instead of it being this profound disappointment that sets them back where they don't date for years and they're in therapy and they're licking their wounds and feeling sorry for themselves, processing what happened over and over and over again, they get right back out there. And then the next guy is the guardian of their soul, the one that they've been looking for, the man that they will grow old with for as long as the two of them can be together. And we see this happen over and over and over again. In fact, we have a woman right now who's in the midst of this process. It's extraordinary because there are so many similarities right between the women when this happens there are so many things that they're saying and doing and all that we know we know that it's their guy we can tell because of the things that they're saying so what we're hearing from this client is oh my god we talk about everything it's so easy i don't feel any anxiety we're not rushing we talked about the sexual intimacy and taking that slowly we don't feel like we're in a rush and if he doesn't turn out to be my guy then he's not my guy and i'll be fine i'll be fine but this is different than anything i've ever experienced before and we feel this sense of peace and calm. We can feel that she is in her body, that she's present and that he's present with her. And usually, not always, but almost always, it's with a man who has also done some work himself. In fact, this particular man has a men's group, a spiritual men's group that he meets with once a week, which is so beautiful. And the way that he's approaching the relationship is just really parallel with how she's approaching the relationship. They're very aligned and you can just feel it. Oh, to see this woman who actually was a therapist herself. She was a therapist. And we see this all the time. I really want to share something extraordinary. So many of our clients are incredibly evolved women. These are women who have been working on themselves, doing all manner of personal growth work for many, many, many years before finding us. In many ways, they're miffed that they haven't found their partner. They can't believe it because of all the work they've done. Tony Robbins and Landmark Forum and, you know, worked with other coaches and programs and goddess workshops and this thing and that thing and read an entire library's worth of dating and relationship books. And for some reason, it's not coming together. And we watch them go through this program and they will say, this is it. 
this work that I am doing with you and with Benjamin, this is it. You are bringing together everything, everything. All the work I've done, this is the missing piece, the thing I've been searching for that is going to bring me to true love. In fact, the funniest thing is the woman that I was talking about a moment ago, when she first signed up, she'd been listening to my podcasts and following me for quite a while. And then she signed up to do my course and she wrote me an email and she said, Lisa, I don't think I can do this. Like, I think I want it, but I don't know if it's meant for me. And, you know, I don't know that I can really have this. And uh, I think I'm just gonna pull out. And I said to her, "You, you can't. You can't pull out. You have got to see this thing through. If, if you don't, what then? What then? What was all of this for? If you don't give yourself a chance to have the greatest gift in life, you've done all of this work in preparation for this, this thing, this guardian of your soul relationship. So back to my client who was thinking that this would take away, that this would just mean more responsibility, less of her for herself, that she would have to give to this man or be someone she's not or lose herself in a relationship. That's not what a guardian of your soul relationship is. When two people are guardians of each other's souls, it means that they want the best for each other's growth that they want to see each other fly and that in this life and that they will do everything in their power not to take away, not to get their own needs met at the other's expense, but that they will find ways to encourage you to fly, to have all that you dream of, to be more than you dream of for yourself. My husband supported me. He believed in me. My mother was critical. She, I walked on eggshells around her. My father was a narcissist and manipulative and not to be trusted. I had no safety or security or unconditional positive regard from my parents growing up. I questioned myself, I was codependent, I was a people pleaser, I was looking everywhere for love and validation because nobody ever loved me for me before my husband. And it's been through his love through his validation, through his willingness to see me as bigger than I ever imagined I could be, that I'm sitting here today talking to you, that I'm doing the work I do, that I'm on vacation in Tulum, having the time of my life with the love of my life. The things that a man can bring to your life, the gifts that the right man will bring, this is heaven on earth. Until you're in it, until you have it, you can only dream, you can only imagine what it could be. But the reality so far <laughs> surpasses the dream and it's worth everything we go through to get here. And what you need is a guide, is someone who can show you the way. Why would you struggle and try to do this on your own? All you're doing is wasting time, trying to figure this out, 
thinking, oh, you know, well, it happened for my girlfriends, which it didn't, by the way. 50% of people get divorced, and God knows how many people are unhappy who stay in marriages because they're afraid to be alone or because of the kids or because of society or religion or whatever. So find yourself a guide. If it's not Benjamin and me, then find someone someone who you trust who has what you want don't waste time do the work do the right work and let somebody who's been there and done that and knows the way show you how to get there so if you want my help if you want our help go to lisashield.com please click on the link to watch my free presentation it is 45 minutes it will change your life stay to the end if you want to consultation with me or a member of my team, we would be happy to talk to you about how in three months you can find the guardian of your soul. We will give you the most beautiful step-by-step -step plan for finding true love for the rest of your life. I am Lisa Shield. Rate and like this podcast, and please tell everyone you know. I also do an episode with my husband called Getting Inside the Right Male Mind. That one you can bring your boyfriends and your husbands and your brothers and your uncles and your fathers because my husband is saying things that no other man is saying and nobody says the way he says it. This man is... Uh, there aren't words to describe my husband. He is a guardian of my soul. He there's, you know, he doesn't want to be doing a podcast, but he does it for me and for all of you because that's how generous this man is. He's so loving and kind. Please like my YouTube channel and if you want us to cover any subjects, please send us an email. You would send that to podcast at lisashield.com. Thank you so much for listening, and I will see you next time. Bye-bye. <laughs>